to Gaming Gone Weird, the podcast where we talk about everything in all gaming and weird games to come with that. I am Nick Tanner. Hopefully everybody's doing great. Do me a favor before we lock in. Tell somebody you love them because you never know what somebody is going through. And to my right, obviously, we are uh, blessed with Peter's beautiful, handsome self. But we got an even handsomer man here. Uh, the Pokemon Pack God, uh, the Pokemon genius, Professor Coco, or as you guys like to call him, at Oh No is Coco. Coco, how are you doing today, baby? Welcome to the I'm doing uh, good, man. I'm doing good, man. It's good to be back. Good to be Dude. back. Time number two on the pod. I know, man. Hey, maybe we'll need you on for a third time. We need the trifecta. Hey, third time's the charm, man. Seriously, it is a pleasure to have you on, man. Can you tell the people what you do, what you like to talk about, a little bit about yourself, man, your favorite color, and anything you want to tell the people, man, anything at all? Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, my name's Coco. I stream three times a week over on YouTube.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, mostly Nintendo content. Lots of Pokemon content. We do some other stuff from time to time, but we we like to mix it up a little bit. But we're doing a lot of shiny hunting, giving away shinies. We're we're doing a lot of fun stuff over there. Ooh, giving them away. Giving okay. them away. I need you away. to find me a shiny Swablu. You mean Swagold. Got it. Swagold. Yes. Swagold. <laughs> okay. Hey, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um i just want to say thank you guys all for being here uh we are going to kick this stream off with a little fun question of the day we have a third co-host on gaming gone weird and i think this is the first time this has ever happened on the show and i want you guys to welcome to the stage Avery. Little Avery, little, little Avery, Avery Joe. All right, I'm just, okay. Listen, I'm going to put headphones on you. Okay, you're just going to talk to Nick. Okay. Hi, Avery. How you doing? Good. Good. I got some questions for you because we are talking about Pokemon today, and your dad knows a lot about Pokemon. So I'm going to show you some Pokemon on the stream, and you're going to tell me what they are. Okay. Are you yeah. ready? You yeah. ready? All right. Yeah. What is the name of this Pokemon? Pikachu. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. <laughs> Avery's one for one. Everybody give Avery a round of applause. Now. <laughs> all right. We got the second one that's going to pop up on screen. What is the name of this Pokemon? Do you know who that is? Make it up. What do you think his name is? I don't know. What does he look like? What does he look like to you? <laughs> show it again, Nick. Can you show? What, what, does what are he we thinking? Like? Give him a funny name. <laughs> kind of looks like me, don't it? <laughs> Just lie. <laughs> Chad, help her out. Help her out. No. No name. Uh, she got no, no name. No name. It's okay. All right. You can redeem yourself right here. What is the name? The last Pokemon. What is the name of this Pokemon? What's the hell look like? Harvey. Oh, two for three. Everybody give me a round of applause. Thank you so much for participating in Gaming Gone Weird. Who is that Pokemon? Thank you so much for being on. Appreciate it. Can you say bye? Bye bye. Say thanks for being weird. (laughs) She's she's still cracking up about it, man. She's still cracking up about it. Close enough. I'll take. I'll take Krabby. Hey, you know what? She's she's five. She's she knows like 
maybe 10 to 15 Pokemon like pretty well, but she's not really been introduced to the anime yet. She would have, so. she would have did better than my son. Honestly, <laughs> I honestly, I don't even know what Slowbro technically looks like. Isn't he like a, like, uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know the, if it's, I don't I know if that's lore. like based off of anything or not, but it, it but yeah, I don't know. Very don't know. good he, looking Mon. Very good I mean, looking Mon. He looks pretty cool. Slowking, mm-hmm. Slowking's good too. I just thought it would be fun, guys, to kind of throw in a little bit of the family time, man. Me and Coco are both fathers, so we love to uh, incorporate our kids and stuff. And uh, to kind of give you guys a sneak peek of what we're going to be talking about, um, since Coco is a big Pokemon fanatic, and me, low-key, being a, I'm a, I'm a big Pokemon fan. I don't like to show it off as much. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I, I, I love Pokemon. I just got to keep you guys guessing, keep you guys on your toes, but I do know my Pokemon knowledge. So we are going to be talking about the new Pokemon DLC, all the news on that, what we're hoping for. All that type of stuff. But before we kick off into any anything, guys, if you guys do want to have your question popped up on the air and you guys want to kind of like get involved with the stream, you guys can leave a KYN chat at KYNchat.com. All the proceeds go to Gaming Gone Weird and it helps keep the lights on, all that good stuff. So if you guys want to help support, make sure you guys hit up KYNchat.com. Coco, man, are you ready to uh, kick off the show, buddy? Let's do it. We're going to kick off the show, guys. I'm going to give you guys some of the games that are coming out this week um that are uh kind of kind of we have our eyes on so a lot of very good ones this week uh if you guys didn't know um we are getting Baldur's gate 3 for the ps5 starfield actually finally released this week it actually released today um starfield is an episode that i'm going to get into next week with pete the only reason we're not really talking about it today i know the starfield hype is absolutely unreal uh i know you guys love space and shooting pirates and taking sandwiches or whatever you guys do in that game uh you can do anything in that game but um i've only watched my uh my wife actually play the game but you guys will get the nick tanner review special next week i promise you guys that so wait on that um so starfield did come out uh, Final Fantasy 7 did get an iOS and Android game called Ever Crisis. King's Bounty is coming out for the PS5, Xbox Series X and S. Fae Farm came out for the Switch and PC, which I think they were promoting that a lot when it came to the, N- the Nintendo Direct. Uh, you know, they like to have those little cozy games on deck for when you're on the go. And then last but not least, for all you 2K grinders, you VC, vicious bounty hunters, NBA 2K24 is finally coming out, so make sure you have your wallets ready and uh, for Ronnie to take that straight cash. Anything on that list that sounds very exciting to you at all? You look like a 2K guy. You look like you're chewing in the gym. No, I I have boy, I haven't played a sports game in such a long time, man. Like for me, I'm I'm more of your old school NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. Those are my kind of games, like the kind of the alternate, you know, the alternate rules type of things. I, I played FIFA once upon a time. 2K, gosh, it's been a long time, man. I might have to pick it up, though. I might have to pick it, it up and 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 see if see if uh, sports games worth it. You know, Honestly, I, the thing about sports games is is like, let me give you some advice, man. If you if you really could care less, you want to pick up a few games, like maybe throughout the week. You're not really grinding it like that. Wait for it to go on sale. Obviously, oh, that's yeah. a smart thing to yeah. do. Uh, usually, 2K goes on sale pretty quick. Madden will go on sale pretty quick. Uh, for me, I easily put in like maybe like 50 hours of Madden, like maybe even more. So to me, it's worth it to pay the 60 bucks. Plus, I just love football. Um, it's fun game when people come over for the cookout 
stuff like that. We'll go ahead and run some games. So me personally, it's worth the money. But like, unless you really invest in that game or you just truly enjoy that sport, yeah, definitely wait for those to come on sale. I thought you would be excited. You're not a Game Pass owner, see, right? Like, no. you're not. You're not into the like flying the ships and everything no it's tough, no man. i mean now now i will say i like Chat's watching gonna it. get their pitchforks I, I watch a lot of streams while i'm working and that's that's uh something that i like to watch i've been watching uh, a particular big name streamer playing that you know the last couple of days mm-hmm. um so i mean it's it's fun to watch for me but it's just yes. entertainment at that point i i can't put the time into it Dude, I think this is going to be the first game that I indulge into like a million of hours in because the game just has that much potential. So uh, Morgan's already doing a build where like, I guess she has parents, which is like, that's a crazy trait to have. Yeah, parents are nice. (laughs) Having parents is a good thing, Uh, but it's crazy the amount of traits and the amount of like personality stuff you could add into your character and just the stuff that goes on. It basically lets you do anything. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be excited to talk about that next week. Um, again, I want to thank everybody all for being here, man. If you guys could do us a favor before we really get into the show, if you guys want to help support for free, this is free. Everything does help. Leave a like. Leave a like, man. Share with a friend. Tell someone. Comment. And, like, just go ahead. Like, answer any questions. Like, ask us anything. We're here all night for you guys. Well, technically until nine that's all night but then we're closing down shop (laughs) so you better get your you better get your questions in um to get into like something quick i really want to talk about um did you end up playing the game stray coco no well stray is that beautiful and beloved cat game that did really well on the ps5 it is now on xbox but um it's getting an animated movie now, and I, I'm just so excited to hear about that because the game did very, very well uh, on the PS5. It was an indie game, and it was by, I think it was, I, I, I thought I forgot what it was, who it was by, but they, it, the game was very good, very short, but it did a very good job, very beautiful looking game, and now it's getting a movie. So my kind of question to you is like, is is this just going to be like a thing with every very popular video game? Do you think we're just going to get a movie out of that? Like, because going into our next topic after that, it kind of reverses it. But it seems like every big title video game is getting a movie. And I just, do you think the equation always equals out to being a good movie? I I don't think the equation always turns out to be a good movie, but I think we're going to see a huge uptick, like, at the beginning, now that they realize that like the gaming fandom is they're crazy, right? They'll they'll go out and see, you know, anything about their game. Um, you know, I think there's gonna be a big uptick in the amount of movies that are made after games. And eventually they're not all gonna do as well as the Super Mario Brothers movie. They're not gonna do oh, as well as the Witcher series, right? And you're just gonna see that kind of trend start to die off where they realize, okay, not everything based on a game can be a movie. Right. We need to be a little more selective. Uh, I think that's what's gonna happen. And you kind of brought up like those two very like Super Mario, they just literally set the bar for anything. Like I think that will just be that's the peak, right? I don't think anything will do better than that. Uh, I think a lot of games will come close to that. Like you think of, like you said, The Witcher. Witcher, I didn't even play The Witcher series. I know, bad gamer Nick. But (laughs) the series is so, so good. Like I was locked in. I was able to follow everything. Even my wife kind of helped me out with a little bit of the time differences and stuff like that. But that series was good enough to where like it could still show 
a little bit of that violence and a little bit of that excitement to it that I think it did really well. And then you kind of had, I would say Halo was not a success. And that's just me personally. I think a lot of people didn't really like the way they changed Master Chief's persona, how he like basically was in the game or in the movies. Uh, just, it's, it's, it's just not a good look. It was, because people it, was, picture- it was about as successful as their most recent game, Nick. Yeah. I mean, I guess people are, are we just getting too old for Halo? Or are they just not <laughs> showing know, the same love and care to the game? Yeah. Like, because there's, like, some games that I, I think could make very good movies. Like, one of them, like, I think if they took that Halo money and made Gears of War instead, I think it would just generally do better. But that's just me personally. Like, I mean, at the same time, like, the, it's the halo every everybody first episode was just like yeah this is this is yeah. not it but then you get a show like the last of us and yeah. that game was obviously a very good game but the show it seemed like it did the same amount as the game if not better yeah. and they already have stuff for the future to kind of throw in the last of us part two into that show so i, I just, yeah you've I, got that i mean you've got like like the sonic movies which did well those were good i mean you even have stuff like i I think it's on uh apple the the tetris movie yes uh about the history of tetris which was really Mm -hmm. cool if you haven't checked that out so i mean it seems to be i mean you know gone are the days back when we were kids nick where being a gamer was kind of this taboo this weird you know gamer nerd and now it's like it's a little bit more mainstream it's a little bit more uh culturally accepted i think um so i i think we're gonna see a lot more movies coming out uh hopefully some good ones hopefully some good ones. it's so crazy how like you we get a little bit older and i mean i feel like there is the kind of fan base or i guess fan base there are the type of people that are like gaming's a waste of time it's not healthy for you you could be doing so much better so i like to some point like I, I get what they're trying to say, but it's sure. like, man, shut up. Yeah, dude. it's like, still gaming, it's this that, is the big it's that boomer the... mentality. Like you, we should be looking at vi- like playing a video game should be seen as reading a book, listening to an album, oh, yeah. um, going, you know, looking at art in a museum. It should all, you know, it's an escape. It's a hobby. It's fun. That's all that should matter. But this you is know, like, like it's getting into like how you said this has become like gaming's never been as big as it's been now. Yep. Um, everybody like it may, games are so much easier. Yeah, they're more expensive, but you have easier ways to kind of yeah. get those video games and to play a bunch of them. And then also people just aren't afraid. Like back in the day, like how you said, man, if you watched anime or you play video games like i hate to say it to you man people would call you straight up a nerd and like you'd have to deal with that oh you're gonna sit there and play video games all day and it's like yeah man this is like what i like to do pete uh always put into perspective for me too the way i looked at it it's like it ain't no different than sitting there and just like there's people who watch like tv all day right the same netflix show all day and it's like I think I'm doing pretty productive with my time. If I want to sit there and play a video game, you're, you binge, you're binging friends for the seventh time. And I'm yeah. playing like a brand new game. You know, it, it, it should be seen the exact same way. Hot take friends. Ain't even that hot for real. I, it's whoa, not. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> okay. You're, you're talking to the guy that has friends in his top three. I'm the guy that watches friends seven times. I'm a big friends guy. Nah, hook me up with the Grey's Anatomy. Throw Grey's Anatomy <laughs> on TV. I'm locked in. I ain't getting nothing done all House day. is better. House is better. Okay. Yeah. I need Pete. Pete! <laughs> <laughs> man, let me know what your guys' favorite uh, TV show is. They don't even got to be about gaming, man. Let me know what you guys are watching right now. Um, Getting into the next topic. 
Uh, one of my favorite movies this year, and that's kind of big for me to say because I did. There's so many movies that came out, like in, uh, Across the Spider Verse, uh, was a very good one for me. But I think this one, if if it's not better, it was very close. Uh, the TMT TMNT Mutant Mayhem movie. Uh, so we kind of talked about how games are turning into movies. This movie was so successful that it's getting its own video game, and it's going to be kicking off next year it's slated for next year and i, I i'm i'm geeked for it i'm geek how big of a ninja turtles fan are you man like i see all the pokemon pops i see all the nintendo pops but like what's the, I watched, what's the ninja turtle love for you i i watched it you know when i was a kid and i was into it and i i could probably name all four of the characters but boy i don't i don't know much about teenage mutant ninja turtles to be honest Get, getting into this article by game informer this is by marcus uh, Marcus Store over on Game Informer, and he's basically saying that the animated film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it's did very well, and that it's getting a new game. And uh, in terms of gameplay, a press release only hints that the project involves combining energetic ninja teamwork gameplay with a humorous narrative. Players will take control of the turtles as they interact with a host of memorable characters from the franchise and fight to save this stylized take on New York City from a new mutant threat. Outright Games has experience working on games based on kid-friendly licenses, making titles based on Star Trek Prodigy, How to Train Your Dragon, Paw Patrol, and Peppa Pig. Um, I feel like this is going to be sort of like a thing like um, Shredder's Revenge. Hopefully, like I'm going to be able to take four of the turtles or four of my friends, go ahead, gameplay, fight a whole bunch of stuff. Like I think that type of gameplay does very good for the Ninja Turtles because it's everybody taking a part of fighting. There's a lot of enemies, and then it just gets everybody involved. So um, I think kind of throwing that in with this type of art style will the art do style is so cool, very, man. very, very well. I don't even know what type of art style to call that, but it looks immaculate. Yeah, I it love it. Awesome. I love the Ninja Turtles. I love this movie so much. Do me a favor, Coco. Take you and your daughter you gotta see it i i honestly I mean, like i know you're not the biggest ninja turtle fan <laughs> but i think after watching that like you appreciate the love of the turtles the love of the turtles man love it it's so awesome I'm man I'm, I'm, I'm so excited hopefully this is kind of a game that we get on game pass too i know we kind of are like pushing for a lot of this stuff to be on game pass but the other ninja turtles game did get put on game pass so like it'd be kind of be cool if they could throw that in there and also they are still working on the last Ronin. We have been talking about that on the show for the past few episodes. So it just seems like people are crazy for the turtles, man. The turtle love is coming turtle back. Turtle time. Let's They're go. making a comeback, dude. Because honestly, I, I don't know how like old y'all. Y'all might be a lot younger than me. I'm I'm a 27 year old beautiful looking man. Um, Coco's like 75. I get yeah. that. But there's been some Ninja Turtle stuff. Like back in the day when you had the the uh, actual, like, I don't even know what you would call that. Not the animated stuff, but the original movies. Uh, you had one, two, and three. Those were very good. And then you got the animated stuff. Like the original animated was cool. And then you just kind of like, eh. The Michael Bay stuff was like, and like it, uh, there was this there was this period of time where you really didn't hear about teenage mutant ninja turtles that much you know what i mean uh -huh. so now that it's kind of making a comeback i yeah i i, I get the hype behind it patterson did did say did the turtles I don't ever leave though. i i think they kind of did i mean i i really don't remember hearing a lot about the turtles like you know like 
mid 2000s i mean they came out with a movie i think eventually during that time but i I don't remember hearing a lot about it you guys might call me crazy but were y'all really sitting there watching like the michael bay stuff i wasn't super excited about it like i like i love transformers but when it came to the turtles it just didn't sit right with me but like this movie guys when i tell you this movie in general was one of the best ninja turtle movies or pieces of ninja turtle or any type of animation animated movie i've ever seen to where i got my son got dude based off that movie alone my son loved ninja turtles so like y'all gonna have to take my word for it okay turtle tano (laughs) respect the drip my friend tana and a half shell baby we outside we in new york baby let me know if y'all gonna pick up the mutant mayhem game um another game that i want to kind of touch on really quick is it got a lot of uh news recently after it got announced at uh gamescom did you end up playing little nightmares one or two i didn't but i i actually saw information about this game before we even started talking about it nick Mm -hmm. about this little bit of controversy behind it Go ahead and uh, let the people know what you heard real quick. Uh, apparently, they're not doing couch co-op. And this is a thing like with the fandom of this game that they love couch co-op for this. And I kind of yes. get the direction that that they're going with it, not having couch co-op. I mean, so much of everything now is like you've got, you know, friends over the Internet. Everyone's connected. Everyone's, you know, dialed in. But for some reason, they decided not to go with the couch co-op. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, they got co-op still, you know, online, but but no couch co-op. That doesn't make a lot of sense because I feel like this game, a game that made me think about like coach couch co-op or co-op in general, was it takes two. It takes two was one of those games yeah. that like it won game of the year and it was it really wasn't supposed to I feel like and it it brought you and a significant other together you and a best friend together y'all were able to play together like and I, as a whole and I I thought that was kind of cool and I felt like they could have took that recipe and they could have had a really good like co op experience especially couch experience like I mean. Well, how hard is it to and have to like hook up another controller? That's, and have to play that's what I was kind of right wondering, right? Is Xbox, like, right? If, if they've already got the ability to play co-op just online, it, it can't be that much to, wow. to offer it in couch co-op. Even if they think it takes, you know, I think the, the creator said like it takes away from the immersive experience of it. I mean, if, if that's what the, if that's what the player wants to do, then make, you know, that's just what they want to do, I guess. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think it would take that much. Uh, but uh, I'm not a game dev, so I wouldn't know, but it doesn't seem like it would if they already build the co-op. So Right. Getting into a few quotes that I saw on my Nintendo news. This is by uh, Sicker. Uh, this is his article, but some of the quotes that I'm seeing right here said, Little Nightmares is obviously a different type of horror game than the sort of things we traditionally make. Supermassive's game director Wayne Garland tells me, Dark Pictures, The Quarry, Until Dawn, they tend to be explicit horror. It's all, though, that the characters and how they're driving the story in a very clear narrative. Little Nightmares 3 is much more implicit in that way. You find a lot of the horror, though, moving through the environmental setting, the actions of the antagonist, the characters influence the sound, and really, that's what gives you that sense of unease you feel as the traverse in the world. But, like, I don't even know how that would really affect you being next to someone to where it would kind of not give you that experience. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, maybe they're thinking like when they talk about how immersive it is, they're talking like they're imagining it on the full screen. You get the full field of view right. rather than it being cut off and being, I don't know. He, yeah, he also an- said we've been asked questions about online versus couch co-op. Couch is something that we considered. But again, when you come back to the atmosphere and the immersion that we're trying to uh, something big word uh, through little nightmares. I think it was important for us that we stuck to our online co-op only rather than traditional more party aspects. I don't know. It seems That's like a really vague. Yeah. It That's seems like a vague reason for them not to do it. Um, yeah. That one the has little, me scratching my head. The little nightmare games are just so good in general though, too. So like, I don't even understand. Like, I think it's going to be good in general, but I, I think they just did really drop the ball. I hopefully, hopefully it is true though, that it's like, okay, we just didn't see the vision for it versus like, Oh, we just couldn't do it. Cause I feel like a lot of stuff nowadays aren't really having co- couch co-op. They want you to play online with sure. somebody, but like, Times are tough. I like I don't like let's say I want to play the game with my wife. I don't expect her to have to get another yeah. Xbox to come and play with me. Like luckily we're blessed enough to where we have two Xbox in the house pool, but that's not the same for everybody else. And this might be like the one game that someone plays. Like come on. Yep. Yeah, come on, man. Let me know what you guys think. Are you guys gonna be playing uh, Little Nightmares 3? I'm definitely down to play. I think it looked great. Just as like artwork in general really has piqued my interest to it. Um and the games are just so good, they're so short. I, I like short and sweet, man. Short and sweet. Give me give me like two nights to play this game. And we're good to go. Um, getting into the next topic is some of you guys that are uh, interested in hearing stuff about the Switch 2. Well, we have a little bit of news because a leaker said that uh, they are getting Switch 2 kits and they're going to have backwards compatibility, cameras, and that Final Fantasy 7 is going to be a remake launch game. Uh, so I'm kind of going to ask Coco here because he does play switch all the time. What are you kind of looking forward to, with that switch to man, like what's the wish list looking like for you, man, for, for me, they got to beef up the way that the graphics look, they they've got to come into this. Like, I I know that Nintendo is always about, it's about the gameplay. It's not about the graphics, but like when, when you're talking about these other heavy hitters, like, you know, anything on steam, like on PC, you're talking about PlayStation, you're talking about Xbox. They they have great graphical games, and that's an mm-hmm. allure for some people. So by not having those, they're shutting out a certain like portion of, of game players. They need to be able to yes. beef up the hardware a little bit, in, in my opinion. Um, it doesn't surprise me that they have like some sort of camera or something that they're gonna start working into things. I mean, if you think about like the the Mario Kart uh that you that you drive around the house. Yes. Um, they've been Nintendo has been doing weird things for a long time that's ahead of its time that people don't understand. I have a Nintendo sewing machine. I'm not kidding. Hooks up to the Game Boy. They've been doing weird stuff for a long time. So I could see them, and we'll talk about this a little bit later with Pikmin, but with the camera, they could be, they could be looking at doing like AR stuff in games to where it goes from the game into the actual world that you've got. They could be thinking about VR there scanning different th- who knows who knows but nintendo's always like one step ahead and sometimes it it turns out really well and other times virtual boy it does not so i mean we just gotta wait and see but i'm i'm excited for it I'm excited i want to know what, i want to know what the virtual boy beef is before we kind of keep going dude. on with this bro go ahead and let's, virtual, let's hear it bro let's dude, talk to virtu- people virtual boy was way too far ahead of its time uh it was basically vr and you had this like giant VR headset 
and you put it on like a tripod and then you had a controller. So it, it was legit what we're doing today with MetaQuest and all this meta back there. And, but the graphics were terrible because the, you know, the technology wasn't there. It was like right. this red and blue that, or like red and black that you would see through the screen. They only ended up releasing something like 11 or 13 games in North America. It was making people sick. You had oh. to kind of like sit hunched over terrible design. So just, just not their best, not their that's, best look. But that's the worst thing about the like the uh, the Meta Quest and those VR things, man. Some people just can't handle that type of immersion into a yeah. game because people do get sick, and they do tell you like when you're playing those games, like, hey, if you're not feeling good, make sure you take a break because you are doing a lot of moving around. You might not feel right, and like because it gets to a point to where it feels like it's so real that your your mind. <laughs> yeah, you're, I can. You're I can play. Can't take it. I've been diving into VR just a little bit. I can play games where stuff's moving around me just fine, like Beat Saber, right? I'm not really doing a lot of moving. My character in the game's not moving. I'm just, you know, hitting stuff. But right. if I try to play like a shooter, oh my gosh, I'm immediately sick. Like if yeah. I start moving, yeah. I nope, gotta turn it off. That doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah. Like, um, to get back with the Switch too, though, I do like that they're gonna have backwards compatibility. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the huge thing for me because that's the one thing that I just really needed to have because with the, the price of switch games being so expensive. And I always like, I feel like I say it every time. I feel like Nintendo is very greedy. I feel like they're very open about how greedy they are. So when it comes to like, I see a lot of stuff with these games being $60 and Hey, a new we're now we're working on the switch too. Oh, what am I supposed to play these on? Like, what do you right. expect? Like, uh, so, and also, I think it's very good to see that Final Fantasy VII is going to be a game that's going to be released like day one with it because Final Fantasy VII is probably going to be a very graphical game. Yep. Um, that's going to be no joke to try and run. So that is probably a very good sign because if it can run a game like Final Fantasy VII and at least hold up with 30 frames, hey, Nintendo, little tip, bro. Like I, Xbox experience this right now. Like we can't, we're getting into that 60 frames. Like it's starting to become like a norm. Uh, I mean, quality, if you could do 30 and it doesn't drop, I feel like Tears uh, of the Kingdom did a very good job with it. Pokemon did a very poor job with that. We'll touch on that a little bit later. <laughs> but um, when, when you get Tears of the Kingdom and you get a good-looking good game like that, I feel like you kind of get away with it. Uh, like Kirby looked very well. Uh, Mario always looks very good, which is very, very odd that they can make some of these 30 frames per second games look very well versus like other studios and other like PS5 or like Xbox can't because I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. But being able to, if you can improve on that hardware and make it easier for these bigger games to be ran, it's like the ceiling. It's like you, you have yeah. such a higher ceiling at that point, and. It, it'll be it will be huge for them. So, but just kind of reading into if the if this leak is true that Final Fantasy VII remake is going to be a game on there that opens up remakes or just opens up a lot yeah. of like crazy titles because Final Fantasy that's a it's a really good game, very yeah. graphical, and if other like developers and stuff like that are like, look, I could take possibly. You know, it's a long shot. Like, what if we took, like, Starfield, and that eventually came out on the Switch? Or we yeah. took, like, I can't even think of, like, a really big game. Like, just Or even, like, like Call of Duty again. I mean, like, they used to yeah, do Call like of Duty Call games of on du the Nintendo. That's yeah. true. Yeah, like, because they did sign a deal with Call of Duty. So, like, now Call of Duty's playable on the Switch. Or even, I know, Overwatch... When that came out for a Switch, it was a very big deal. I mean, not a lot of people played it, but being able to play some of these bigger games on the go, like, yeah. okay, now I could play 2K and I could actually feel like 
if I dock it somewhere or if I just mm-hmm. like I'm able to run the 60 and still feel like I have a chance to compete in these people that are playing off of $3,000 PCs or PS5s and Xboxes, then and, that's more the merrier too. And not even not even just games. We got to talk about the Switch a little bit for the other things that come on a console like Discord. Yes. That might be nice, right? Um, some other apps that go on there that would be that would be nice to have that maybe like some other consoles you know have and things like that. Discord's a big one. Right. I mean, Nintendo's, Nintendo's gotta... never they've never been about the voice chat. They've never been you know really about that. They need to get about that. They they really do. Like the, even the... these one player like 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 for example, I play Palia. When I play Palia, even though I'm not playing with any, anybody, I like to relax and still be chatting with someone else who's playing it at the time. So I could be like, oh, where did you find this? Did you figure out, you know, and I don't want to have to like tap Set into my computer my to be on Discord and stuff. So that that would be a really nice ask to have that on there. Me and Pete always have these talks. And when he got his Nintendo Switch, got you know what? I can't get a break from this dude, man. Like he's not even here. Like, and I'm still talking about him. Like, I just can't get a break. <laughs> Like, why am I thinking about him all the time? But we had a talk when he got his Switch, too, and it was kind of a big deal for him. I was like, hey, bro, that might just be something you just want to, like, sit up on your couch and play. Because, like, the best thing about having a Switch is being able Mm -hmm. to get up, move around, go to the other side of town, or I take it on a plane. Or, like, because, I, like you said, if I still want to talk to somebody on Discord or, like, have some sort of communication, I should be able to. I don't want to download their little Nintendo app, and I don't want to – like they need to make it easier. I know they want to keep it like privacy safe and like safe sure. amongst those lines, but we you get those sorted out, you get that figured out yeah. to like a filter or some sort of like parental lock yeah. or something, then you are motivating people to make more friends, especially like a game like Pokemon Unite, a game that's on the Switch that you have to communicate towards and yeah. Like you said, okay, well, I'm doing Pokemon raids. It'd be nice to kind of communicate among yeah, other people that are playing the game instead that's, of just guessing that's what someone's huge. doing. That's huge. Like, if you think about the Pokemon Terra raids right now, we're getting into Pokemon a little bit early here, but um, when you're going into these raids with four people, like, the most recent raid was Mewtwo. It was next to impossible unless you had four people and you had a very specific strategy. How can you tell them what that strategy is? Yeah. You can't unless like, it's impossible. So you yeah, just know, you just know that you lose because everybody brings Mew, and then that one person brings like uh, Coridon, and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, we yeah. just lose. We just yeah. lose here. We get it. Like, I we mean, get there it. ain't there ain't nothing we can do here. Like, dude, even while like I had to, in order for me to do Charizard raids, and this is like a fun little story time. It was like seven stars, uh, level one hundred, perfect IVs, all the nines, bro. But um. We had to get four people in the household, perfect Azumarils, perfect stats, perfect. That's communicating with people. Yeah. And maybe, maybe sometimes we would beat the Charizard. Right. Pokemon ain't playing around with these Pokemon, man. Nope. Like, and, and like Nintendo just makes it harder when it's like, hey, man, we can't. We got to get on the same page communicating, being able to like yeah. be one. And I'm not downloading the app to do that. But like you said, if it's able to like be a better, like even like use a search engine, being able to take it on the go and search up something real quick or to be able to talk to someone or download some sort of app outside of that. So let me know what you guys are uh, thinking about the switch too. I need to know everybody's uh, switch wish list. Uh, I wish list that a scorn doesn't get played on that game. Um, (laughs) 
So, so like, I'm, I'm probably going to skip this due to, like, time, but there was an article, and I I just, I literally wanted to talk about it because IGN posted it. Uh, Pete Hines is a director over at Redfall, and uh, he, like, had a quote that said, Redfall will be good one day. Uh, so I, like, I messed around with a bunch of uh, memes, and I was like, what if, like, every game said that? <laughs> so I was like, Madden 24 will be good one day. <laughs> and I was like, Scorn will be good one day <laughs> modern warfare 2 will be good one day and i i, I just instantly yeah. thought i'm like what if that's like what everybody says like hold on it looks bad now but two just years? wait six months a wait, year wait for it like yeah nah, we'll get man. it there like i'm surprised people even um i bring this up a lot uh cyberpunk effect cyberpunk sucked on launch but it somehow yeah. got a fan base back yeah, that's very rare. They like, came back like... from the dead. I mean that that game was getting trashed. They were remember they were given refunds. Yeah, they were. I mean it was terrible. I wish I would have gotten my refund. And then like months later, you know, after I didn't hear about it, I'm like, you know, people like all of a sudden p- people are talking about playing that game, and I'm like, really? They're still playing this game? What happened? And it, they brought it back. They just got a DLC. Everybody forgot. Everybody forgot yeah. about it. They just got a yeah. DLC, and they're like, "Hey, Cyberpunk: The Wave." Let me know what game's going to be good. One day. One day. Cyberpunk did nuke itself. It's actually very, very good. Uh, one thing I would want from a Switch too: the ability to take four AA batteries as a backup. Oh. I mean, batteries are kind of going out of style. But, like, (laughs) imagine, though, like, hey, your Switch about to die. You need a little backup. A backup battery. There you go. Yeah. Because I feel like the Switch, you take it off the dock, you get, like, three hours playing time. We need to to get that up to six. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight would be good for me. Or at least let me turn down the settings so I can get a longer battery life. Hey. I, I just I just direct the podcast Nintendo. I'm just uh, if you want to give me a cut, let me know. Uh, <laughs> give you a cut, they're gonna give you a DMCA notice. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah, uh, here you go, buddy. I'm you, gonna get you a, spoke a big. Of, I'm sorry, you spoke about our switch. Get him out of here. Get and they're like, here. you you talk bad about our switch. Like, hey, hey, I didn't even do it. I didn't even no, do it. No, hey, hey. You just read the note. You just read the note cards. Yeah. Cue cards, yeah, the cue cards. cards. Someone's holding up cue. Moe's holding up cue cards back there, shaking right now. You know, <laughs> help me, yeah, help yeah. me. Um, getting into our main topic for the podcast, guys. Uh, like I did say, uh, we we wanted to talk about Starfield, but hey, I'm not going to give Starfield its flowers yet until I get to the bottom of it. All right, you, everybody else may have got you like hypnotized about this Starfield dilemma. Hey, you guys, listen to me about if it's good or not so y'all are gonna have to wait all right patiently one day the review one day yeah, one, one day, day the one day review it yeah hey one man day. one day y'all gotta wait for the gaming gone winter special on that um so today we kind of was I, with coco being here being such a big pokemon guy and he's been grinding this scarlet and violet like it's his job because it is his job <laughs> But we have been grinding the Scarlet and Violet, and they have released a lot of DLC news for the Teal Mask. Uh, this DLC is only a week away. And on a scale from 1 to 10, Coco, how excited are we for the DLC? 
uh, insert the Goku sound where he says it's over 9,000. Over 9,000. Yeah. We're, we're excited for it, man. I mean, everyone everyone in my community and other Pokemon communities very excited about the DLC. There's some people who are still like a little bit like hesitant, right? Because they, you know, they don't want to pay the money into the DLC. They, oh, they, you just got 2026? <laughs> Tim, I ain't that bad on the reviews. Come on, 2026. Dang, he got you. Um, That's but, tough, but, man. I'll see y'all but, next week, man. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> a lot of people are excited because, look, man, I mean, part part of the beauty of Pokemon is that you've got your favorite Pokemon. You're used to seeing it in games. And lately, you know, not every Pokemon is in every game. So, it, like, mine, my Pokemon's not there. I don't know if it will be there. I don't believe it will be. So, like, there's probably other people who are in that same boat, right? They want to hunt their Pokemon. They want to see it in their, you know, their favorite Pokemon in the game. Um, so, people, we're definitely excited about it. Um, right. Yeah, de- definitely what? ready for a week from now. Yeah, the Teal Mask, it looks very good. I've always had high praise for uh, Pokemon DLCs because I... I really don't get so much into the competitive Pokemon side of thing. Right. I really love raids. Um, that's like more of the extra thing I do. I like completing the Pokedex and stuff like that. And one of the things for me that I really enjoy is that when they come out with these DLCs, it gives them more of an opportunity to release some of them older Pokemon, some of your favorite Pokemon that they couldn't just quite fit into the main game. Yep. Because let's be honest, a lot of people do say like, well, Pokemon needs to have every Pokemon in the game. Like, dude, look at me straight face. If you guys want to spend the first two years trying to catch 900 pokemon be my guess but like y'all aren't doing it yeah. that's a what, that's a what big people, order that is a what people may not order. realize they're now officially over a thousand over a thousand i mean that's it's that's insane. a lot of work to put into a game especially when they're churning out new games every few years um which i personally think they need to slow down but they look, do need i mean to that's, slow that's down. a lot they- to ask <clears throat> but like the the thing about the dlc is is this is where this is where Pokemon can really, and they, they have in the past, give us something that increases the replay value, right? right? Like you've got your shiny hunters and you've got your competitive people. Those people are probably going to play the game more than your average person, right? But by putting stuff into the DLC that's like extra customizations, if you think back to Sword and Shield, this is where they added like Dynamax Adventures, which people still play today. Uh, I still stream Dynamax Adventures from Sword and Shield. It's got incredible replay value. Um, so this is where Pokemon can really start to kind of increase its footprint, you know, not only with, with its player base, but also with like, they have to start thinking about streams, things of that nature to keep people involved, see the DLC and want to buy that. And I like going back to just being able to take already very good story. Cause I think Pokemon does a very good job of putting out a story, having people follow it for people my age, for people of a younger audience. Um, it kind of does a great like balance of trying to uh, get people locked in. And Pokemon did a very good job this year in particular with the whole new type of style that Pokemon kind of wants to go and make it like more of an open world. You have three different story modes. You could either go fight the gyms, team star or you could do the uh the sandwich hunting which i forgot what that uh those missions were called but they've never really done that route before so adding already three amazing Mm -hmm. parts of the stories whether you guys want to see it or not and now they're going to give you another side story with three um i think the legendaries look pretty cool 
Um, I, I, I'm more of like the, the bird. I'm a, I'm a big bird guy. I don't know yeah. which one's your favorite out of these. Uh, but I always like when they add in these like new legendaries and stuff like that too, because you got to think like that adds to the competitive nature of thing that may yeah. get stale. If you only have the same 400 Pokemon, cause I think they only do like 400 a game. Uh, but being able to add a new story, add in new legendaries and like a new type of way to hunt Pokemon and stuff. It makes the game better for everybody, and you get it in little increments and stuff. So yeah, um, for sure. I, and Pokemon DLCs have always, like I always go back and talk about the one for Sword and Shield. It was the very first one that I really loved. With the uh, you were kind of on the beach, and you had the Yushipur, uh, I think its name was, but like that was one of my favorite DLCs because you're taking already great game a new location being able to mm-hmm. hunt new mods and like it, the game felt different but already adding on to the great things that they added to the game before so yep. like i i'm super geeked uh they already announced like a few pokemon that are gonna be in the game um i'm not gonna go ahead and read like all the whole list uh but we are not getting any uh we're not getting a lot of pokemon from gen 8 the only pokemon we're getting is cramorant um, we are going to get like Charger Bug. I'm excited for that. Um, are there any Pokemon that like you saw off the list that you were kind of just like, yes, this is what I yeah. want to see. Like now, um, the, now these these aren't official from Pokemon either. These are spoilers. So if you're not okay. wanting to hear any of the Pokemon coming out in the oh, DLC, shoot. Next, just just a heads up. Just a heads oh, up. Man, That's Nintendo okay. Nintendo's but, knocking on my door. No, no, no. Um, Phantom for me, man. Phantom is such a oh, cool Phantom is Pokemon, the goat. My It's God. coming out, and it's coming out, like, right before, you know, like, September, right before mm. Halloween. He's a great Halloween hunt, of course, so that's the one I'm most excited for. I always love when Pokemon do that, like, the Halloween events, and they yeah. really just push out, like, the Phantoms, the Punkaboos, the Ghastlies. Yes. That's, like, the best time, because the spooky Pokemon are the coolest. Uh, we did get this new Pokemon as well that got announced. I think his name is like Polchi... Pol- Pol- Poltergeist. Yeah, so this Poltergeist? is actually a play off of um, uh, Poltergeist, which already exists, right? And Sinisty. Um, and this is like this region's version of those. I, I think they call them like a convergent uh, Pokemon. So it's like similar, but it's not an evolution. Kind of like they did with Wiglet. Wiglet is obviously related to Diglett somehow, but it's not a it's not an evolution, right? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, Polchageist, it's kind of playing off of Matcha, like Matcha tea. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like this ancient teacup, teapot type of thing. Chat, your question of the day is to rate this thing from a 1 to 10. I'm kind of curious hearing, what you guys thinking. I'm, I've been hearing 100% mixed reviews. I either see people that love this thing to death, or I see people that do not like its design. I, uh, I'm telling you, like, it's cool. The thing I liked about Pulte, guys, is I don't think it was a... It, it, it wasn't on the teacup. He had, like, an actual face. Like, the face yeah. is obviously on the cup, which I don't know how I feel. And then... I just, I don't know if it's better than Pulte guys, but I do like when Pokemon aren't afraid to throw in these convergent yeah. types. Because a thing that people really sleep on, if you guys ever play a Pokemon game, you guys should definitely read like the Pokedex. Uh, one of my favorite Creepy. Pokedex entrances was, um, it was Pokemon Sun and Moon. And it was a time where Rattata was getting overpopulated or no, it was getting like their population was like going extinct because of another Pokemon 
So when they right. adapted, they turned into like Alolan Rattata. Yeah. And it's things like that that like are like, well, dude, it's like. And it's been going on for a long time, man. Like if you, if you know, that's like really diving kind of deeper into the lore of Pokemon and stuff. Like my favorite key, uh, Pokemon's Cubone. And if you yes. don't know the story behind Cubone, Cubone wears the skull on its head of its mother who's passed. Um, and the interesting thing about Cubone is that like, although he's got that tragic backstory, he's still somehow like the, the comedic one in the anime that would like bonk people on the head with the, with the bone club Mm. and, and just do these silly things. Right. Or like, uh, Spoink, his, his, his Pokedex says that if he stops bouncing on his tail, he dies. So like, they're not a way to shy away from kind of like this. And I think that's like a Japanese thing, right? That's like they tough. that's like something <laughs> No, I think that's like that's something tough. that in Japan they like like death is more talked about. And yes. so they bring it into their games and stuff. Um so yeah, I mean that's been going on for a long time. There's a lot of really weird Pokédex entries. I'm not I'm not really mad that they kind of like throw that in that, like into the no. game because it, it adds like real life elements into it and like something that probably needs to be talked about and be like shined yeah. about too. like not everything is all like rainbows and butterflies. And they like that goes back to me of saying like Pokemon's not afraid to tend to their older audience and their younger sure. audience. Uh, even being excited for the uh, the DLC, I think they did a really good job with like the artwork and everything. Like, I think yeah. the new hairstyles they're gonna have, like even like this little samurai like bun type thing. Uh, the outfits are freaking sweet. I think the uh, the area that it's gonna be in, just based off this artwork, a very like yeah. little like uh, I guess it would I would call them like lamps. I don't know the exact term for it. You guys could like riot in the comments if you guys uh, can tell me what they're called uh but like i think they look very cool i think the theme in general like it just gives off a very cool vibe to me and then when they also add in these conversion pokemon and then let's not forget about uh big big dripplin <laughs> big dripplin i love this pokemon so much like it's Dude, actually I'm, crazy like this- I'm, I'm not about it man i just i can't get behind it man i can't get behind dripping do you just look at the area like come on man Yo, no 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 I, what I, are we I, talking about connecting the pieces bro you this, got dripping <laughs> the got area looks dripping cool. It's the area looks cool, man, but I I can't get behind dripping I can't with get the with dripping. the apples in the back. We talking about big drip, big drip. Now I I would love to see some of like the different uh, <laughs> El Coco. Come on, cool down. Uh, <laughs> I I think it's gonna look cool when it's Terra typed, right? Like there's gonna be like some cool things like that. Um, that's one of the things I'd like to see out of the DLC is like maybe like some different, um, you know, how they would go into the terror type like Pikachu, for example, when it's a flying terror type, it shows the balloons. That's kind of cool. Maybe something that's like just like a different animation for the terror types instead of being balloons, it could be something else, just switching it up a little bit um, and, and really like focusing and, and changing up things that in this game really made it, shine through and be a good game just just add to those uh it doesn't have to be anything crazy um but just just something where you go like oh yeah that or or just like hearkening back to like older you know things that are reminiscent of old pokemon days like i would love that right i think pokemon did a very good job with scarlet and violet on the fact that like 
it took a game like Legends of Arceus, and Legends of Arceus was a game that was very accepted. I, th- I, I think a lot of people really liked the game. It did fairly well, especially for, like, the older audiences. It did very well, and it was, like, kind of that dream Pokemon game where everybody was like, mm-hmm. hey, I could go out and explore Pokemon the way that I envision it in my head. Yeah. You never know what you're going to run into. You, you never know what you're going to see in the wild. You might see a crazy big Mon that you might not be able to take on and you have to avoid and i i really love that feeling with that um but the game in general they just couldn't get out all the bugs i felt like it ran very poorly which kind of sucks because it goes back to us saying like i think after these dlcs if they released like little dlcs to hold us over i'd be happy with and then like Let's take a break for two years. Let's take a break for three years. Let's see and if we can get a really good remake, and let's see if we can get a better uh, Pokemon been, Legends. And they've been talking about that at Game Freak, trying to slow down how quickly they're pushing out these Pokemon games, which I highly recommend. I think they should be taking more time. Like, I don't know if you remember, Nick, when Scarlet and Violet came out, if you went to Artazone, which was just one of the cities in the game where, where it yes. had the windmill, the windmill yes. was literally one FPS. Yes, it it's was it, it's like it awful right Any, and it, it, same thing with legends i felt like legends anything that yeah. was off in the distance it had a very Tough. bad like fps like and people might not like look at that or people might not notice or some people might just accept yeah. the fact but like oh dude like we it gotta was a, understand it was a big like complaint. gamers gamers know everything twitter twitter <laughs> users know everything yeah. Chat users know everything. They're all they're right 100% of the time. So if they catch that one FPS windmill, oh yeah, they're hearing about it. The essays are being written, the letters are being written and it's like written. Written. Nick, you, they, Pokemon Rowan. will be good one day. Written. Pokemon <laughs> the Pokemon <laughs> DLC will be good one, one day. day. One day. Oh, I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm I'm super excited about it, but like yeah. going back to just like Pokemon has a lot in its arsenal, man. Pokemon has, like, they got the Legend series now. They have Pokemon Snap. They got Remix. They got new series games. They have Unite, Unite, mobile games. Sleep. uh, Sleep. Pokemon Go. Go, Which just added the Paldea Pokemon. Very, very cool to see that. Um, I need to catch me a Quaxley. And I want to walk with Quaxley 100% of the time. That's me. Um, but like if, if they, they just have so much in their bag yep. that they feel like they got to release something all the time. You see these Pokemon directs and people are like, Hey, they need to show more like the new stuff. What's going on. I'm like, dude, do you not understand? Like they have a million games. They have to talk about. They have to talk about sleep. They have to talk about go. They have to talk about unite masters. The, and, I mean, they've got everything and that's, and that's just video. It's so games. spread out. It's so spread out. We're not even talking about cards detective pikachu 2 (laughs) that movie is going to be coming out soon like don't act like we ain't gonna get a detective pikachu movie we got the anime series that not a lot of people talk about but bro ash just won his first like he's the he's the world champ now we've been waiting for ash (laughs) to be a world champ for how long like you think they're just gonna stop right there like this this is the peak and they have a a series about the pokemon tcg now i was just i was just gonna say if you have not watched that that is that is a very nice series. That is, is surprisingly Netflix? good. Uh, no, it's on YouTube. Oh, sweet. Surprisingly good. good. Really good. I'm about to binge it tonight while I play. Po- <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon, Starfield tonight. <laughs> Pokemon 151, 
the new set that's kind of featuring the original 151 is coming out in like oh, two and a half dude, weeks. We're not even talking they're, about yeah, like we're talking about just there's games. So much the Pokemon so much. God, dude. Like I love the Pokemon TCG. I got a deck made. I got the Guardy deck made. I was supposed to go to a tournament. I ended up just being sick. That sucks. But like, dude, the Pokemon 151. It looks like a great set, and it brings back that nostalgia and. Now we're getting Paradox Pokemon on the TCG. Dude, Pokemon is in his bag. Like, and they release stuff like all the freaking time. Yep. Like, sometimes I wish it's like, dude, my wallet can't even take this. <laughs> Thank God the DLCs are only like 20 bucks. I feel like that's even a lot of money, but like, mm. at least you get like a whole new story and something you could like try and follow. You feel me? I think, and I think they know that they could charge more. Um, and Kogain, uh, the TCG did get a series. It's called Path to Paldea, and it it teaches it shows like a main character. She goes to a new school. She gets a yep. deck. Um, and it also teaches like the younger audience how to play the game. And yeah. I think that's awesome. I think super cool you, animation I, style too. Bringing up like that, we had Yu Gi Oh that always had like a card game series. So I think it's yep. kind of cool. Like a Pokemon can kind of like implement that and kind of mm-hmm. introduce it to a younger audience, and then it brings more of that audience to the Pokemon TCG and to highlight that. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, seriously. Wait, yeah, you got, got all a, of these they... in uh, Pokemon Go already? Huh? Oh, I need. I need to get on. Is I, wait? Is it out already or no? Those those are the four that are out already. Uh, oh, those are the God. only ones from Paldea that are out. I need Quaxley. And, and their Quaxley. evolutions, of course. Yeah. I need Quaxley. Oh, man. I need Quaxley. I'm going down the street right now. Going to the carryout. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here for Gaming Gone With. This has been episode 51. And another blessed episode to have Coco on, man. Like, seriously, it's always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for being here. Tell the people where to find you and what you're working on, man. Don't be shy. Let the people know what you're uh, working on. And I didn't, st- I still didn't get what your favorite color was. You didn't get one of my favorite color. Well, we'll get there. So okay. you can find me on Oh No, It's Coco on Twitter, but mainly on YouTube. I'm streaming three times a week, mostly uh, Pokemon content. We open packs during the stream. Um, we give away shinies. We're mostly shiny hunting over there. So um doing a lot of pokemon stuff we're going to be hitting the dlc hard next week uh favorite color is blue any shade of blue they're all good they're all good i feel like i can end this episode with success now that i know your favorite color thank you so much now you Um, know i do want to give a big shout out to coco make sure you guys check him out for sure uh next week we will be talking a lot about starfield that will be the gaming going weird starfield episode so make sure you guys lock in for that if you guys want to talk about space sandwiches and Possibly me having parents in Starfield. Cannot confirm I'm picking that trait. Uh, but, guys, my name is Nick Tana. You guys can call me Nick. You guys can call me Tana. You guys can call me Dad. Whatever you guys want. Um, what I like to do, man, is I'm a game critiquer when I'm not directing the show here on Gaming Gone Weird. So if you guys want to step over to YouTube, watch some reviews and stuff like that. We did come out with the Bayonetta 3 review, why it was so good, but why was it so bad? So I definitely would love for you guys to check out that two-part series. Um, I've been out of the game for about two weeks. Um, I've had some personal stuff going on, but we're ready to get back into the swing of things, man. Get back into the content. More on my side. So make sure you guys check out You Love Natana on Twitter for all that lovely stuff. And thank you guys for being weird here on Gaming Gone Weird. Be safe. Tell us when you love them. I'll catch you guys next week at 8 p.m. Eastern, where we go to space. Ah! Thank you guys for coming, shoom, 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 shoom. <laughs> I'll catch you guys next episode. Thank you guys all for being here, man. Love you guys more than anything. Good night. 
If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.